Welcome to ContenderCast, a global leadership and consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast centered on shining a light on bright ideas. And now, here's your host, Justin Hahnemann. Thanks for listening. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for downloading. Thanks for subscribing and following. It's Justin Hahnemann, ContenderCast. We're shining a light on bright ideas. Today, one of my very best friends in the retail industry is with me. Wendy Liebman, who many of you probably know if you have been anywhere in retail. Um, I can't even wait. She has joined us today on the podcast, and we're going to talk all about retail. Uh, Wendy, so great to have you with us. Lovely to be here, Justin. Thank you. I am excited. I mean, like we've done a number of your podcasts and your events together. Um, I'm so glad you're here to share some thoughts and ideas with our audience. Um, Wendy and I were just together yesterday at this event called the Emerson Industry Day, and it was fascinating. Just speakers from across the retail space talking about innovation, talking about personal development, talking about generative AI, um, which we've talked about on previous podcasts, but um, we're just excited you're here with us, Wendy. So before we jump in, in case there's some of our audience that doesn't know you, how about share a little bit about you and your background in the retail industry? All right. Well, I should begin by saying I grew up in a small country town in Australia, sometimes known as the bush, the um, bush. and had to go get from the bush to Broadway and all <laughs> points in between. I live in New York City, so it feels like a long journey, but not really. Um, from one small village to another small village, as is Greenwich Village, where I live. Um, always been fascinated by retail as a, as a child with my mother in the local pharmacy, smelling the perfume, smelling, watching my mother buy Revlon, love that red lipstick, all of those amazing things, going with my grandmother to Sydney on the holiday, on the Christmas holidays, and sitting at David Jones' department <laughs> store and having <laughs> as a little girl. So all of those things have been fascinating to me inherently. Came to live here um, on my adventures, as many Australians adventure. And my mother said Australia was too small for me. So off I came and my adventure to New York City. Uh, and fascinated by retail, not only as a consumer, but I was lucky enough to have a first job in the US where I was was told to transmit marketing strategies around the world. I was in my early 20s. Share <laughs> nice. um, with all the subsidiaries why they should do what American companies said they should do uh, in executing in all types of different distribution. I would show up in countries and they'd say, you don't have a clue about what we do and how we sell product. So I was <laughs> like, oh, this is interesting. This so is it was the conversion of brand marketer and retail and cultures of countries and that curiosity about if you understood the consumer and the retail distribution and the culture of the country, how could you create this shopper-centric point of view? And that was really the beginning of WSL many years ago. How do we find this thing called the shopper and figure out how to make sense of the future of retail? We do it through the lens of the shopper. Wow. So that's how I got here on that's this long story. <laughs> I love it. Um, you were in marketing at Revlon um, for many years. You've been around the industry. You have an incredible network in the industry. Uh, and I I, I I, know you're super involved in many of the major industry organizations, which we'll get to in just a few moments. Um, let's talk about this. So you started the business. What was the initial focus? And then how has it changed over time? Yeah. The initial focus was always this piece about, and it was... <laughs> many years ago. So it was this notion of not just the consumer who buys goods and services 
and the retailer who sells as point of distribution. It was this person, this consumer for a brand, when she or he walks into a store, there that's different. Yes, they have an interest in what they want, that coffee, that lipstick, that whatever, but they're on a different trip mission. Who are they? What are they at that moment? What's this role of somebody when they begin to shop and how do they choose where to go? So my background, which in Australia was a little bit of market research, retail, consumer packaged goods, um, that all came together in this curiosity about what does somebody really think about when they shop? So that was the, that was sort of the, not sort of, that was the reason for WSL um, when I fell out of bed that morning. And, <laughs> and that's what you decided. <laughs> and here we are. Child. Here we are, <laughs> da, 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 many years later, curiosity about retail, changing nature. So your point about how things have changed. Yep. Well, retail has changed a lot, right? Significantly. I mean, you know, yeah, um, and- we've tried everything from TV shopping to e-commerce. Right. Was- oh my God. Yes. So and- all of that. Yeah, I love that. And we'll, I think we should hit on some of the biggest trends um, while we're together today. Um, I have to ask, many know you from um, the retail safaris that you do. In fact, the first time I didn't even know you, we, we met actually two years ago um, at we were doing an event together at the Harvard Club. Um, and I said yes to that. We talked about on your podcast, like, Tower saying yes. And it has led to all kinds of great things between us and um, people we know. But um Retail safaris. That was the first thing. I didn't even know you. And I was like, who, who is this person doing? Talk about what those are and how those came to be. Yeah. So that curiosity about retail, people would say to us, oh, you're always in stores. What are you seeing? How do you see it? How do you look at stores? And what we realized was we do a lot of, as you know, proprietary research that we do continuously. And we talk about that in a minute. But one of the things that became very clear was companies don't always know how to kind of visualize that, how to learn from other types of retail. Totally. So we've created a whole process, retail safaris, not just looking at stores because anybody can walk a store. Um, it is really, I'm in there to immerse myself, think about an issue I want to solve, and how do I look at different kinds of retail to perhaps solve that issue, learn, innovate. But it doesn't have to be my category. It doesn't have to be my kinds of brands. It doesn't have to even be my kind of distribution. So we curate, there's a word, we curate a day, day and a half process, US, global, whatever, virtual, in person, however it works. Um, And we will take a team to immerse themselves in what we define as innovative retail. Got Um, it. We do that around a subject. We actually do it around a retailer. So we will take a group to an individual retailer. We just did one in High V at High V in Des Moines, where we really immersed everybody in this um, in this experience of High V and had their High V team. So we do it lots of different ways. But it's really my philosophy is we got to get people out of their heads and up behind <laughs> right. their desk, virtual or in person, so and they got to come and see what's out there in the world. And there's lots of ways to use that. So that's what our retail safari is. Got it. And do you typically who engages you to do those? Is it the retailer? Is it a vendor that wants to pull together retailers? Is it like talk about the model? Yeah, it's it's any and all of the above. We're at the moment preparing to do one for a large healthcare um, company who really wants their Omni team to have a better sense of what's developing from an Omni marketing standpoint, not just in their categories or channels. So we're doing one of those in person, which we love now. Um, We're doing 
two for a major retailer, one in person where we are looking at loyalty programs and what's going on around the, again, country and the world in person. We're doing a virtual one for a retailer around a category. Um, and then we're doing some early uh, 2024 where we're actually, people have said to us, we would like to get to know this retailer better. So can you create an immersion with that retailer? So we do it in lots of different ways. Sometimes we create it in a box. We create it for you, hand it over, and you go and do it yourself. But we're better at it than <laughs> no doubt. Um, that's really and and what, talk about some of the research you do, and then how does that get mixed in with some of the retail safaris and any other products and services you guys offer? Yeah. Well, we we really began. My background was originally market research, and so that research knowledge of how do we think about the future. Our lens is always the future of the shopper and how they live their life and how that impacts retail. So we, for again, many years have been doing this work in the US, we call it How America Shops. And that is quantified research. We do continuously throughout the year. And we're looking to see evolving trends that impact how people buy goods and services and the impact on brands and retailers. So that work is, as I said, something we've been doing, trending, um, people subscribe to, you know, along the way. And that informs so much of our work. It's our money in the pot. Uh, we invest in it to understand what people are really thinking about doing. Um, and we actually build that in with the safaris. We always begin the safari with here are the latest things we're seeing from the lens of the shopper. And then how does that impact the retail innovation we are seeing? So we, those Got are it. two really important things that, that we look at and can share across all channels of retail and nearly every consumer packaged goods category you could imagine where we're always looking at the implications. Sure. And then how do you think about the retailer? I know you spend a lot of your time with retail, but then, you know, we you also know the consumer goods brands. And and for those, all of you listening, a lot of entrepreneurs and startup founders that listen to our show, you know, you guys want to be in these retail outlets and so do right. the big CPG brands. Um, how do you think about your engagement with those? Yeah, our, our view is that, you know, you need to all play nicely. So we do a lot of work on distribution strategy for clients, whether they're big companies or small companies. Where's the white space? Where's the opportunity? So we take all that shopper research that we do. We take our understanding of the individual retailers and we look to see where the opportunities are, whether you're a small brand or a big brand. And our engagement with the retailers in this country and globally is to understand the nature of their business, understand their strategy. We do a lot of retail executive interviews for clients, and then we help them, the manufacturer brands, big or small, think about where are the opportunities for growth by understanding the consumer or shopper, the retailer, and where the brand fits into that. So it's all, we always believe that you can grow if you really partner well and play nicely together. So our goal is to bring those <laughs> Definitely. components together, which is why, as you know, we have wonderful and treasured relationships with a lot of the retailers around the country and around the world. I do. <laughs> I can't even wait for some of the upcoming meetings with some of them, uh, which we won't talk about here. <laughs> um, that's the power of relationships, right? Absolutely. Um, okay. That's a, that's a, another podcast for another day. Um, let's, so here we are um, doing this interview, October, 2023. What's, what are you, what are the top three things you're seeing in retail right now? You know, I think there are several issues here. I think one of them is this whole concern about um, whether it's recession or no recession, uh, all the economic factors. When we talk to shoppers, 
they are just being incredibly, incredibly cautious in a lot of CPG categories. So, you know, how do we save? How do we save to spend on other things that aren't always everyday things? And understanding that mentality is really, really critical. And there are a lot of the retailers are very worried about it. You know, they understand people still want travel. They want things they didn't get while they were locked away, all of those things. So that's that's one of the issues. How do you create value? And we heard a lot about that yesterday, um, both price and reason to come when I've got so many places I could shop and really so many bigger issues on my mind. So that's one of the things. I think the other issue is differentiation because, again, so many places to shop, so many of the same things I can buy at various price points. How do we as brands, big and small, really innovate and how do retailers really create compelling and unique experiences, particularly in store, because as you said, um, at some point in many discussions, the physical store, and we see that in our research, you know, continues to be a place that people really want to be regardless of age, income, ethnicity. They really want to be in a physical store if there's something new and different to see. So that's going on. And we're seeing a lot of innovation in that space. And then I think the other big piece is, you know, we've all been talking about health and wellness forever. Um, and what's that evolution look like as we move forward, both in the you know pharmaceutical side of the business, but in our emotional health and wellness, in the communities we want to build, in the sustainability issues that people have. So there are these sort of big macro things that shoppers are dealing with. And now it's up to retailers and brands to figure out where they play in being worth the trip, worth the price, and totally. are you good for me and my overall self-care, um, as we heard a lot about yesterday, and actually self-control, because I want to take care of my own health. I don't trust you to do it. So that's another big topic that we're hearing a lot about in this day and age. Yeah, no doubt. And um, it's an exciting time to be in retail and in consumer goods. Um, I, as I've said, and you know, when you on a couple of our discussions together, probably the most interesting and dynamic of times um, the last couple of years, but especially now, um, I, you know, we are already working on a bunch of things. You throw in the AI component, you throw in stores booming, you, you throw in growth, um, inflation moderating in some markets and not others. Um, it's just a very dynamic market and it's forcing people out of their yeah. comfort zone, right? Especially. We, we have a saying in our company, we make you feel uncomfortable. So it's, it's you know, but then we come with solutions. But, you know, we want to make you go, oh, really? Oh, do I really have to think about that? And you're the same. So. I know. I'm like, I have a personal, like, I'm always restless. You know what I mean? Kind of consistently. Anyway, that's a, another. We know that about one. you. We've seen yes, in my family. You and it, David. In my family, we call it, you've got spilkus. That means you're <laughs> I was talking to one of our mutual colleagues in grocery yesterday, and she has the same challenge. She's like, I, I can't, you know, I, I need a lot of balls in the air. Um, okay. Um, <laughs> this has been a good first part. Um, you got to come back on with us, uh, and especially in the next couple months, as we'll be spending more time together. Um, in fact, we'll do the next one live. Uh, we're together in about six weeks, so we could do that together there um, in person. But before we go, share with our audience where they could find you, connect with you. Where do they learn more about the things you do, how to work with you, et cetera? Yeah, best place, lots of free content. You'll see it all at our website. It's a very long website, wslstrategicretail.com. You'll find everything about us there. Um, Or you can find me at, dare I, 
W. Dare you. <laughs> w. Liebman, W L I E B M A N N at WSL Strategic Retail.com. Totally. And of course, LinkedIn, um, you can reach out to me. I can connect to you. Um, Wendy is at in involved with not just attending, like she is a leader uh, within our industry and in many of the industry organizations. So um, as an entrepreneur, as a founder, as you are growing in, in your product business or in the retail and food service business, you need to engage in the industry. That is how you will develop network of people that can help you grow in the industry. And so um, that's why we have Wendy here today and others um, in this space that are have the experience to help coach and mentor you. So, Wendy, so great to have you with us. Look forward to having you back on down the road. Thank you, Justin. The Contender Cast is powered by Contender Brands and is the top global consumer industries entrepreneurship podcast. You can find additional Contender Cast episodes on worldwide podcast platforms, including Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Amazon Music, Spotify, iHeartMedia, YouTube, and other preferred podcast platforms. If you would like to be a guest on the ContenderCast, connect with us at ContenderCast.com. This is Brian Benson reminding you that every winner started as a contender. Contender.